What's up, guys? Welcome back to the final, final podcast. Landon here. We got our editors, Lawson and Lewis, and we have our creative director slash co-founder, Michael. What's up, everybody? What up, Lando? So I'd like to start out this episode with an irrelevant but also relevant question. But before that, I would like to say that today Michael told me that if one of us was going to get coronavirus, he hoped it was him. And that was really sweet. (laughs) That was really meaningful, Michael. Thank you for telling me that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got you guys. So here's my question. Um, are you guys doing anything to prepare <laughs> for, for a potential shutdown of life? Like, what if we all get quarantined to our apartments? Mm. Well, Lawson lives in a house, but. Mm. That's every weekend for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to extend it's that? It's fine, yeah. Mm. Lewis is already well prepared. Well, here's what I was thinking. I'm like, everyone's going to get, like when it snows, everyone's going to get bread and milk. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Get rice and lentils and oats, mm. right? Mm, yeah. th- things with a shelf life. Things with a shelf life, yeah. things that have more nutrients and things that not everyone is going to think to be getting. Right. Mm. Yeah, that was my first thought was I don't. Lentils. I, I think I have <laughs> enough pasta to survive for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I'm o- it's over. <laughs> it's over for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Here's my fear. Developing scurvy. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Now I have an irrational fear of that. Don't we don't need to talk about why? We might need to dig into that. (laughs) Maybe we should all plant like lemon trees in our backyard. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, this this my whole life has been an irrational fear, but Mm. it could soon become could happen rational. Is scurvy a is that a thing still? I thought you had to be a pirate. Not in developed nations. No. I was like, yes, it was definitely a pirate pirate thing. thing, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not a pirate. Yeah, so I'm pretty confident about scurvy. I'm not so sure about coronavirus. Fair. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I'm just keeping my hands washed, you know? Yeah. Carry Purell around. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I should do that. Don't my touch hands. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm keeping my gas tank full just in case, like, I need to get out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where, Where are you, you going to go? Where are you going? I don't know, but I'm not going to the gas station first like everyone else, you know, that has, like, an mm-hmm. empty. You know what I'm saying? That's like, right. when there's, like, an evacuation. They're, like, waiting in line. Filling, to- I'm, right. That's my biggest paranoia i always have a full tank really so do you Not fill always, up in like half every, pretty much every week i fill up he's a doomsday filler oh yeah. wow a doomsday oh yeah filler. we were talking about this you and jason michael always fill up your tanks like quarter tank i'm filling up but no, i that's got to be lewis no, no I, I, I rolled in on fumes this morning okay so yeah that's how i am too yeah not mm-hmm. me i wait as yeah, long me too. as possible i'll ride yeah. on zero yeah Y'all are crazy. It depends mm-hmm. on if I know how far I have to go in the morning. Yeah. So I'll be leaving the office and I'll see, you know, I got like 30 plus miles. I can make it to work in the morning. Yeah. Fill and maybe I'll in. make it back. Who maybe. <laughs> Traffic's nice. Yeah. You know? But then when breaking news comes on that says, get to the nearest military base, you're about to be evacuated. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh man, ah, if I only filled up, you know? That's and true. I'm going to be like, sorry guys. There's a lot of room in my car, but uh, I'm not. I've got I've got all the lentils yeah, and rice. Yeah, you <laughs> lentils and rice. I can barter with you. I can be like, if you pick me up, I will share we'll my lentils. Some, okay. Yeah. What if car. I run out of spices? Oh my gosh! Oh. Eat plain lentils, gross. That's how you know it's the end of times. You're yeah. right, and then I'm just ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, take it. <laughs> so let's talk about our most recent production. Michael, on a brighter note. <laughs> on a brighter note. You just filmed this past weekend for Kickfire. Yes, we did. Now, this was day one of two days of production, correct? That is correct. Can you tell us about the video and what this first day of production was? Absolutely. So we're doing a product explainer video for a company based out of San Jose called Kickfire. 
And what the video is about is their Google Analytics integration that is called Kickfire for Google. Really old nose. Yes, it's brilliant. You know, we have a concept that features a marketer who's searching for answers to his marketing problems. He's looking for results. His boss is demanding numbers. Classic. It's a common dilemma. <laughs> so we have our marketer. He doesn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, these two little fairy godmother marketers pop up in front of him. We've got a demon. We've got an angel. Your emperor's new groove, if you will. <laughs> exactly. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> So this weekend we shot the office scenes. You know, this is a very visual effects heavy video, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's not something we do all the time, but we're excited. Um, hopefully Lewis doesn't kill me for some reason here or there. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. you know. Usually. There's a roll of green screen over there too. Right. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's part two. So part two of the shoot will be capturing our angel and our demons performances so that we can then composite them into what we shot this weekend. That's cool. And y'all are shooting in the studio? We are shooting in the studio. Nice. Didn't yeah. you find your actress today? We did. We finally found our Angelina. We're very oh, excited. Oh, and I get it. Yes, Angel Angelina Angel. and Damien. Ah. Very, very Angel subtle wordplay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damien. So we're working with this SaaS company right now in production. We got some other SaaS companies in post-production, don't we, guys? That's right. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of sales it. loft videos. Lewis is working on the product video for sales yeah, loft. Sales loft's product is a SA it's a SaaS product. Yes. Nice. Software as a service. It's right? looking they really just learned good. what SaaS meant. Yeah, well, <laughs> where did you showing? pick that up? <laughs> Giving away our secrets. No, it's no, it's great. That it's is looking time. really good, though, Lewis. Oh, thanks, Lawson. How's the process been for that? It's been really great. It's been really fun. Um, What's been the biggest challenge? Uh, well, honestly, me. So, I mean, I understand editing, right? Like in <laughs> anime, that's what I understand. I don't understand sales and software, you mm. know. So, so sometimes I'm. It's 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 always learning something, new, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm learning. So you know how there's, I, I feel like a common trend with, with video companies and video marketing companies is they end up getting kind of down into a niche and they end up doing a ton of videos in that. I personally love that consume media isn't like that. We have so many different types of clients, but it does pose things like this where you're constantly learning about some new industry, which is great, but there is a learning curve there. Yeah, absolutely. The Terminus G2 video that we shot recently. That was a good one where I felt like I was learning like all over, like a whole different aspect of a company that we've been working on for a while. Just like it was explained so clearly. I was like, oh, wow, that that's cool. It yeah, works. I mean, and that's the thing with the number of clients we have in this space. You you start to pick up on terms that are being used by all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, sales off to saying this thing that we just made a video with Terminus who's saying something similar. Yeah. And they're all each other's clients. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting web. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We were at a meeting yesterday with SAS optics and we've been talking to them for a bit about doing video and we were talking about some of our clients and so many of them, they were like, Oh yeah, they were a client. They're our client. Oh, we're their client. It's a, <laughs> right. It's a, well, they all integrate with each other. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, it, it's literally like they share a code base. Ah, but there's a lot of them and we've 2020 has been the year of SAS. I mean, yeah. we've been doing a lot of sales loft, a lot of terminus kick fires popping up shoot proof also SAS. Mm -hmm. you know? So who's the SAS queen then SAS queen's got to be our writer director. Who's been just crushing these projects one after another. Mm. We've got another one in the works. Shout out Lindsay. Yeah. Shout Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> You'll meet her one day. <laughs> she but. joins me here. He's the only other girl at consume media besides Amber. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Amber's here, but Amber's kind of gender neutral. 
Fair. Amber's quiet around the office. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> She's been around a long time. Yeah. That's Michael's dog for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, check our Instagram. You'll you'll meet Amber. She's yeah. all over. But the product video for Sales Loft is wrapping up, though. Oh yeah, it's wrapping up. We're we're almost done. There's really just a little bit left to do. We just kind of have to do the audio on the person talking, and you know, I'm just kind of <laughs> waiting on my assistant editor. And just <laughs> I've been really joking. dragging my feet on that. No, 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 not really. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, we're we're so close to finishing it. Yeah, and it's gonna be great. The client is pumped. Yeah, it looks really good. I saw a sneak peek of it, and. Mm. It looks good. It's going to be my, uh, I was making this joke earlier. It's going to be my content of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So explain well, con- content uh, of the week. So basically we started this new thing at consume where on Monday, our Monday morning meetings, one person on the team gets to choose a piece of content that they want to share with everyone else and say a little about it. Maybe it gives us some inspiration for something. Right. Right. And then I thought it'd be a funny practical joke if I showed them, like, oh, this is a really cool video that someone made. Whoever animated this did really yeah. good. Now, oh, I really like how they did so this. So what I like about this edit is just everything. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to do it now because I ruined the surprise. You can still do it. Yeah, I'll still can. do it. We'll, we'll, we'll act surprised. We'll play along. It'll be, it might not be the sales off product video. It might be another video, mm-hmm. but it'll be a funny joke. <laughs> Lawson, did you, did you watch my content of the week? On Slack. The binging with Babish yeah. one? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, well, that's, first of all, that's rude. Mm-hmm, um, right. Second of all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I had content of the week last week. I still have not seen the movie Parasite. I know I need to see it. I want to see it. Lawson and Lindsay keep talking about it. Michael finally watched it. Michael finally watched it. We talked it. about it on the pod. And so, so last week I had content of the week and I chose this video from this YouTuber called Binging with Babish and he has like several million subscribers. His videos are really, really well done and he recreates a dish from a movie or TV show. So in his most recent video, he recreated the ramen dish from Parasite mm-hmm. and he doesn't give away any spoilers or anything. So, you know, go, go watch it. Even if you haven't seen Parasite, it's a great, <laughs> great video. He's very funny. So I like think I'm hilarious bringing this in for my content of the week. And I'm like, everyone's going to love this because everyone loves Parasite. I show up to work on Monday. (laughs) Lawson's in New York. Lawson has the audacity to be on vacation. And I forgot. And Lindsay, I didn't realize Lindsay was working from home that day. And so, and Jason wasn't here, but I mean... Jason doesn't know anything about Parasite, so your target audience was not. My target audience wasn't here, and I was upset. I feel so bad. I enjoyed it. So I put it in the Slack channel. Lawson hasn't watched it, but it's it's okay. It's like I'm subscribed to him, so I get notifications Mm. when he posts, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch that, and then I forget to watch it, and so that's what's been happening. That's okay. I I understand. I understand. You'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it will. Do you guys watch much YouTube? I watch way too much YouTube. Mm -hmm. I enjoy YouTube. I yeah, like YouTube. Wait, who do y'all? Yeah, who do y'all watch? Like to watch. See, at this point, I don't, I don't really check out specific people. I just let the algorithm feed mm-hmm. me relevant content. Oh, I <laughs> hate doing that because really? it starts. It, you like watch one video, and then suddenly all of your recommended videos are like this thing. You like this thing, remember? And it's like I don't know if I like this thing yet. Well, you, you just need to diversify your sitting. So mm-hmm. jump from topic to topic in one mm-hmm. sitting, and then you'll get the results you're looking for. Okay. Michael would analyze. <laughs> How algorithm. he wants the algorithm you know, to algorithm. target him. It's a robot. It's pretty predictable. Yeah. So, you know, you can trick it. Yeah. I just had to, like, start browsing with no shame. I'm like, you know what? I'm slightly interested in this random guitar video. <laughs> I'm going to start watching this guy's channel. He's like, hmm, yeah. honeycomb ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, who do you watch on YouTube? 
honestly, <laughs> nothing. Uh, I <laughs> Uh, all right, so if you look at my search history, it's embarrassing because it's just a mix of um, either sport highlights or like comedy <laughs> or like my comedy. Oh, like, <laughs> just, like, you'll see like Louis Galantis. Like, you'll see like all my search history. I'm like, uh, how many times did I searched my name on YouTube this last month? So, and then it just. So vain. Yeah. And all the fan edits of your work. Uh-huh. All the fan like, edits. The clips. Yeah. So, and then there's so many TikTok edits of Lewis out there. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I can't scroll through TikTok without seeing Lewis's face. <laughs> and then, and then they feed me based on the algorithm with all the, of my stamp that I watch those send me videos like how to be funny. You know what I mean? Cause they, is it they, working? Not, not really. Yeah. Not really. Mm. <laughs> Lana, what's in your search history on YouTube? Oh, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's a that's little weird. You're David Dobrik fan, right? I am. Is that the guy? Yes. What'd you say, Michael? I said that's what YouTube's all about. Yeah, absolutely. You can watch some weird content. Mm-hmm. I do love David Dobrik. That's not weird. I feel like every lot of it's people. It's pretty mainstream. Yeah, it's pretty mainstream. I love him. He's very entertaining. Casey Neistat's my original YouTube love, but he doesn't make as much content anymore. He <laughs> did. He had a podcast with his wife called Couples Therapy where they just like argued and worked through their problems. So entertaining. I also loved really? his wife. Uh, I wish scary. they would bring it back. That sounds scary. Like, yeah, they yeah. talked about some real personal stuff on there. Oh wow, it's great. They work through it. Yeah, that's love. Do they have like a mediator, or is it just them like? No, but they do go to couples therapy, so then they would talk about uh, their couples therapy yeah. session. Yeah, it was really interesting. Interesting. Wow. Michael, would you ever do a couples <laughs> therapy podcast? <laughs> uh, we don't need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you? I would you never do that with Sage. Sage would uh, totally say way too much on the pod. Uh-huh. I'm like not. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like no one needs to know my personal business. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Lydia would probably be similar. Yeah. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. <laughs> Hi, Sage. Lydia, I would just like to clarify that um, the business is his his side mm. piece, and you are the main piece. Right. That's that, right. That's a bit of follow up for those <laughs> new <laughs> listeners out there. You got a text message. <laughs> yeah. back. She was. She was Lydia. joking. She was nice. joking. Yeah, of course. But of yeah, course. she texted me. She's like, "You're right. I am the side <laughs> piece." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dang. Oh. So yeah, YouTube is great. Watch YouTube is great. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of things that are so irrelevant to me and mm-hmm. who I am in my life. Like what? Like I watch, there's this one woman I watch and she is like a homeschooling mom of like 10 kids in rural Virginia. And I watch her videos. How so. did you stumble upon that? Okay. So she makes a lot of like meal prep videos, which uh. I watch. I watch a lot of those. And somehow I stumbled upon her one day and now I'm such a fan. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it just exposes you to so many different things that YouTube. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch a YouTube video and find yourself it, like in an area that you feel like you have an understanding of the general topic mm-hmm. and you find yourself judging the YouTuber for oh. how they're presenting information? Mm. Yes. What are you referring All the to? Time. Well, last night I was watching a video about how to light an interview and I was like, no shit. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> You should have commented that. No shit. I'm not that guy. Or you should have commented and be like, no, actually, you should do this. No, I mean, he he was right. It was mm-hmm. just like, to me, it's just, it's just obvious. wasn't useful. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that you're in like 0.00001% of the population on that. I know, but YouTube fed it to me, so I'm going to eat it and spit it out if it's bullshit. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I hope the YouTube that. algorithm is listening right now. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. Don't yeah. feed him beginner Something's content. Something's listening. Feed yeah. him at least intermediate content. <laughs> Yeah, there's not enough of that on YouTube, actually. Mm. YouTube, at least in the filmmaking community, is a lot of 
mm-hmm. how to start right. making how to freelance videos. How to yeah, it's like how to light for the first time, yeah. how to, you know, different types of camera movement, mm-hmm. things like that. There are very few like professional cinematographers on YouTube. Interesting. A lot of them are releasing master classes. That's exactly what I was content. thinking. That once you go past the beginner stage, mm-hmm. I feel like it often goes to something paid. Yes. Okay. Have you, you all you ever that? thought about taking one of those master classes? Absolutely. So like I wonder, like, is it a ripoff? Like the people are zooming over in your reviews of it or like, how much does it cost? I don't even know what the price is on it. I don't know the price range on it. Are either. we talking like literally master class? Like the platform? Yeah, the, like the, the site. Like yeah. doesn't James Cameron do one and I, I know think Spike he did. Lee I know uh, Ron one. Howard has a directing course Howard. on there. Mm-hmm. Right. I had a subscription to Masterclass for a little while, and it, there wasn't anything super relevant to me. I it was see. the main problem. But yeah. it was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's cool to hear from Warner Herzog how to make a documentary. Yeah. But, you know, Very I'm not nice. Vanna Herzog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Focus fine. on your story. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think there are a lot of resources out there. And I think Masterclass is a great one, but I, it again, it's like you got to find yeah. content that's mm-hmm. really relevant, right. or it's going to be hard to apply what you learn yeah. to what you're doing. Do y'all are there any other like teaching sites that you subscribe to that yeah. or pay for? I heard of a site. I've what heard type? of a site called Skillshare.com. Oh yeah, Skillshare.com. Not Skillshare.com. It's not a sponsor. It's not sponsored. But if you would like to sponsor the show, we are taking applications. It's a great segue. Yeah. Keep it in mind. But it's. Uh, I, I, I've just heard it. It's been on some podcast. It's been right. on a sponsor. On some Have you ever podcast. checked so it out or anything? I've checked it out once. It seems interesting. So mm. you've you've it's, learned things on like Udemy. Udemy yeah. and yeah. like Lynda.com. Linda. Those are very, mm. I feel like, cor- it's almost like online courses. Right. Whereas yeah. I feel like Skillshare, I haven't really gone into it that much, but it almost feels like if YouTube was just like tutorial videos. Right. And like right. specific, not like how to light an interview would be like... Um, no, there probably is that, but um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like coding and web yeah. development mm-hmm. stuff. Or like how to like, yeah. yeah. Udemy, I did like web development courses on there. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. great. Did you feel like it was useful? Yeah, definitely. There yeah. was a lot of, and the fact that there's like a ton of reviews and they keep okay. it updated mm-hmm. and they like follow up with like mm-hmm. updates to the code or the platforms or stuff yeah. like that. I've never heard of Udemy. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. so Udemy is not... I th- there's probably a subscription level to it, but it's more like you can just purchase a course. Got it. And yeah. Oftentimes they're very cheap. Okay. Yeah. So you can it, learn things. It'll be like, this course costs $250. Then you wait one day and it's like on sale for eleven ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another platform I use called MZ, which is actually awesome because it does have professional level cinematographers Whoa. who have given, whether it's like a at a conference mm-hmm. or some sort of class workshop that they've done that's been filmed those will oftentimes get put on MZ. So I actually really like MZ. What's something that you are trying to learn more about, Michael? I mean, I'm always just trying to learn more about production, really, you know, how to how to evoke an emotion with what your camera is doing or how your lighting is, you know, mm. just understanding the different contexts in which to use different tools. Mm. Would you say that's a big part of it is learning how to invoke an emotion? Absolutely, because I mean, you could you could shoot every video the same way and get no feeling whatsoever. But if there's a moment or some sort of, if there's a client who's really trying to evoke a certain emotion, mm-hmm. you can do so much with just how you go about the shoot to do that. It doesn't have to be all in post. Sorry, Lewis. <laughs> but a lot of that go- happens on set. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. the camera is static, then you feel like you're stuck in mm-hmm. cement. Yeah. If the camera's moving, 
it's going to give you a different emotion. If it's on a gimbal, it's going to be smooth, but give you a certain emotion versus right. if it's handheld, you know, that's a little more raw. Yeah. There's just so many different tools in that toolkit. Nice. So. I feel like the the shoot proof overview video is going to be a really good example of that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Evoking yeah. a lot of emotion. Yeah. And that's an example of a client who wanted something a little less polished. Right. You know, we work with so many of these corporations or tech companies, medium sized businesses who want smooth shots. They just want it to look nice. Right. But then there are companies like Shootproof who want that creative feel. They want it to be a little more raw and a little more emotional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's a time to not put the camera onto a robot. That's a time for a human being to hold the camera. Mm. Right. Nice. That makes sense. That's a quote. Put it on a shirt. Sure taco. Yeah. (laughs) Sponsor of this episode. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) Lando, do you have any uh any learning platforms? I've you? only used Linda. I, I yeah. used that when I was first learning Illustrator. Nice. That's yeah. the only time. That That's I can, how I learned Illustrator. Yeah. Well, you recommended it to me when I was just a, a wee baby <laughs> around a young here. young grasshopper. Exactly. Um, Love but I, But I want, I really want to get better at, at design, especially as I start storyboarding more ads. So oh. I, I should look into maybe Udemy or like a more advanced course on Linda. That's yeah. cool. I... I'll keep an eye out for more because, again, there's there's such a difference between, like, the technical skill, like, mm-hmm. how to use the tools in Illustrator versus, like, the philosophy this of is when true. to yeah. use the tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, This is true. I'm, I'm sure I, I – well, I definitely need to get better at both, but I think the latter is what I need more help with. I often right. find, like, I will be stuck on something and I just have no idea where to go and I'll talk to Michael about it. And I'll be like, how do you know – like, how did – that come to you or how did you know to make it look like this? But Michael just feels it and like absorbs the design he sees in the world around him, which is dope. And that's why Michael is so incredible at what he does. And yeah, as an incredible creative, but uh, it doesn't work like that for me. So I got to figure something else out. But it's like, it's like anything. It's like a muscle, right? Right. I've just been doing it for so long that I can start to absorb things as I see them. You know, it's it's like with you when you see an ad on Instagram, you absorb that. You mm-hmm. do a great job of relaying that to a client who has something you can apply that to. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar. You know, it's like I saw this thing. I really liked it. It spoke to me. How can I apply it to what I'm doing? Right. Nice. Right. I think I just need the more I do it, the more it'll feel less foreign. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Does it start with a rule set for design? Like a lot of it is intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And intuition is just so hard to train. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't know if you can. You can sharpen it. I think when I I think about myself, when I think about myself developing as a designer, a lot of it was just absorbing other people's work. It's like anything. Yeah. It's like being a filmmaker. You find the the director of photography you love and you absorb their work. Yeah. You find a director you love and a writing style you love and you absorb their work. Right. It's not necessarily something you have to pull from within. It's something you can start to develop your taste and start to collect and curate what your style is. Yeah. That's true. You kind of have to copy something else first a little bit as yeah, as you get used to it. And then you develop what you like, what you don't like, what feels good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, what were you saying, Lawson, about you think intuition is something you can develop? Oh, yeah. I hope it is because I want to learn everything. Like I, oh. I hate being bad at things like... I am a terrible, like, I'm terrible at drawing. And, like, so I always thought I was a bad artist because of that. 
but like art is so many different things. So it, right. it, it's kind have of... Have you seen a Picasso? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maybe I'm a great artist. I just have the, the wrong people looking at my work. Honestly, it's all about perspective. <laughs> it's just because you're still alive. That's right. That's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, you won't, you can't develop art. You oh, can't yeah. Your art skills. <laughs> Maybe Dang, the all coronavirus the would be a good thing for you. You know what? I'm just going to look up at the quote board right now. It says, <laughs> never mind what the haters say. Ignore them till they fade away. True. And who said it? Tip. Tip. Yeah. Tip. That's right. So he's our first guest actually next week on the podcast. Ooh. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It's exciting. We have interviewed him before, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Have you? Yeah, we live streamed his Hustle Gang album release party at the Gathering Spot. When was this? A couple years ago. Last I remember week. exactly when it was. It was two and a half years ago because I was still too new here to say, let me come, Can I come? please. I was. Because uh, if that were to happen today, I would... You would be there. It I was. It was dope. Beg to be there. That was a yeah, dope. I was on stage. That was a dope happening. Oh, so you didn't get to go I was on stage? No, because I, I hadn't been working here that long, so I didn't feel comfortable being like, oh, "Can I go? Please, oh. please, please, please! I'll be cool." Yeah, that's a bummer. Now I would. Now, now I would, yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure. Talk about it. What are y'all talking about? We're just having a side conversation. We're, we're reminiscing on <laughs> our. Uh, that was our, the first and only. Well, one of the only shoots I've ever been on. Yeah, Lewis <laughs> was a camera operator on that shoot. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. I was a tripod camera operator. Michael nice. was Michael was roaming around the stage. Like yeah, cool I was I was on stage with a gimbal and everybody on stage knew that the show was being live streamed, but they for some reason thought my camera was a live camera. So I was getting some great shots, <laughs> but it was all B roll. Right. Uh, so they were performing into my lens. Yeah. But my camera wasn't streaming. Michael mm-hmm. performed with T I. Mm-hmm. Pretty That's much. I was on stage with yeah. the Hustle Gang. He was. Yeah. Tokyo. B.O.B. Young Dro. Young Dro. Bob. Little, little Rascal. Was there little, a guy named... Little... Something. Little something. <laughs> it was a little something. A little Ryan. Little Michael. Wow. Little Michael was <laughs> Little Michael was there. <laughs> you know, our buddy Jordan got on stage, had a grand old time. Wow. I'm sure he did. Yeah. That was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it looks great. fun in the videos. It was fun. I need to watch these. after. Oh, yeah. yeah check it out. Yeah. There's check, some gems. Check it out on part YouTube, Vimeo, Wisty, anywhere videos are hosted. Awesome. Or you can check it out on consume-media.com slash r-work. That's a way better idea, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God you're back. You might need to press that backward 15-second button if you're listening to this so you can write that URL down. Yeah. We should probably figure out a way to enable some searching. I, on, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You can probably Google Consume Media yeah, Hustle you Gang. Could, you could do it that through through the Google. Yeah. True. Oh, you're saying Oh, you mean, oh, you mean searching portfolio. on our web? Oh, oh yeah, cool. we should. Yeah. I think it wouldn't be too hard to implement. I have an idea, but We've we can talk Lawson. about that later. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Because Lawson yes. took a class on coding. Yeah. I took one class so and now I'm a He's a pro. So. Oh, yeah. He's a man of many skills. So Developing your skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nice. Guys, do we have anything else to talk about? I have one more closing Let's question for you. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything. Cool. If you were on death row, mm-hmm. what would be your last meal? It can be anything. This is actually an interesting question, Landon, because I recently saw an episode of a Netflix series called I Am a Murderer. Mm-hmm. And this television series follows death row inmates. Really? And apparently death row is where you want to be if you're a lifer because you get your own little section of the prison. It's always quiet. You get your own little part of the yard. You don't have to worry about all the other people coming and shanking you. <laughs> it seems great. Wow, I need Thank you, to watch, wow. watch this. This is And most of it's in Florida. Shocker. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So Death Row is in Florida. Well, yeah. this one is. Yeah. The, ne- the Netflix series. Yeah. It's called mm. I'm a Murderer. I am a murderer. Right, I'm going to watch that. Okay. I am um, a murderer. Did they talk about their last meal? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. 
they really didn't discuss the last meal. I think that's just sure. people on the outside that think about the last meal. Well, mm-hmm. that's probably true. Because when you're when you're on death row, that means you've been in prison a really long time. Mm. You probably don't even remember what like Chick-fil-A tastes like. That's a good point. Oh, dang. Would that be your last meal? Was, uh, probably. I mean, if it's been, what if it's been like 30 years since I've had it, yeah. Well, what? What? Number one, large fries, large Dr. Pepper. That's a great order. <laughs> what time. sauce? Chick-fil-A, ranch, all of them. If I'm dying, I'm getting every sauce. They don't make Chick-fil-A sauce anymore. This is 30 years in the future. (laughs) Sorry. What do they have? (laughs) (laughs) What are the options? I'll take them all. Lawson, what's your last meal? Oh, man. You know, I got to go with some Cane's chicken fingers and fries. Nice. Hopefully Zaxby's isn't listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm cheating on my love, Zaxby's, but Cane's, I haven't had it in so long. It's so good. And I feel like we should open a franchise in Atlanta because how is there not a franchise in Atlanta? Major gap. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. gap. There's definitely sure. a gap. Lou, what's your last meal? Um, not Canes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Canes? You stay away from the fried food. That'll right be your last this. meal. And then you're going to have to spend like an, five hours in the bathroom. Lewis would, you know, Lewis would probably like to be euthanized in the Sprouts. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. He makes a sandwich no. Sprouts. Hook him up to like the, the gravy line and just pump it into the veins. <laughs> yeah. But legit, like seriously, I've, I've thought about this. That it's not sprouts, okay? Okay, but it is. It's, I don't know why y'all are laughing so hard. I didn't say anything. So, no, I'm just um, for for context, uh, Lewis goes to sprouts pretty much every day for lunch. Yeah, I go to sprouts. Yeah. Um, I would do, and and I've and people, I feel like someone has said this before, but I would do an all you can eat buffet because what kind of buffet? Well, I don't think it matters. As long as uh, basically whatever has like a lot of items, but like either a Chinese buffet or maybe a golden corral. But the point is, the point is, when is that meal over? You know, like when is, when do they send me? Cause I could just, if it's all you can eat, I can keep eating. Yeah, but you don't get to go there. It's delivered to you. You don't, oh, you're not allowed okay. to leave the prison. Well, look, it's also <laughs> not like they kill you immediately after you finish eating. All right, well, they deliver me an all you I can eat You can't prolong buffet. your life well, I'm by gonna eating slowly. It. I'm going to prolong it by like a good five hours because that would probably, I mean, I would Wait, spend five hours. Real question, which is worse, day. being on death row or just eating Golden Corral for the rest of your life? Same um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't say, a similar One's just emotions. a really long death row. Yeah. yeah. Probably, death row is probably worse. Yeah. Because I've, I've been to Golden Corral, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they you have a chocolate you, fountain. You, you made it out. <laughs> yeah, I made it out. You made yeah. it out. I've been there. Lando, what are you going to pick? I, I mean, I know you're a vegan, so. Yeah, but fuck but that if I'm on death row. Okay. Um, Probably well, not great vegan options in the prison system. Well, that, oh, well that's true. Oh, oh my that God. That would be a struggle. That Let's would be do really a documentary hard. on that. I, yeah, I, don't, figure that out. I don't like meat, so like that would be really difficult. But mm. my last meal would not include any meat because uh, I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. I would definitely have dairy, though. Mm. I would have a regular pizza like with real, real cheese with pineapple and tomatoes and basil. And I would just eat the whole pizza, and that'd be my last meal. Amazing, nice. and maybe like Dr Pepper or something. Yeah, that sounds with great. Pineapple? Oh my gosh, you are I crazy. am a <laughs> <laughs> You would be on death row then pineapple pizza. Shit. Yeah, you're right. I deserve that. I think it'd be really cool if you could get like a full hibachi experience oh, in your sorry. prison cell. Yeah. You know, like they just come and do the whole show. You get to see the volcano and everything, and then they use the knives. <laughs> like, can you end this now? Treat Dude, me like your shrimp. Imagine if that were your job. You are a death row hibachi chef. Yeah. 
Pretty sweet. Uh, That'd be a great Indeed.com ad. You know how they're the Indeed ads, like with the random jobs? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like a... It's like those LinkedIn billboards you see at every bus stop. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, so on, on that note, I think we're going to close out episode four of the final, final podcast. Thank you, anyone out there who stuck through us with this one. Thank Hi, you. Mom. Yeah, hi, Mom. Um, hi, Michael's mom. <laughs> She's probably not listening. Oh. Oh, we can we can hope. We can dream. Maybe if you directly send her this episode. Yeah. yeah, that's what it would take. Yeah, there we go. Well, you can check us out on consume-media.com. You can find us on all the socials. We are Consume Media on Facebook, Consume Media ATL on Twitter, Consume Media on Instagram. Come say what's good. What's good? Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.